0: Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am your host, Jimmy Morris. MusicCityMiracles.com is obviously where you can find my work, as well as the work of our other outstanding writers. Uh, We have all the coverage that you need right now, free agency, uh, the last couple of days especially, but leading up to the draft and all of that kind of stuff, um, we'll have all the stuff there. It has been a a crazy couple of weeks on a lot of fronts, you know, with – sports being canceled for the most part because of the coronavirus and hope everybody's safe. And I mean, I know it's crazy all the stuff that's going on with all the different things that are shutting down and all of that stuff. But, you know, when you read about how this thing's spreading and all of that stuff, it makes sense to do everything we can on the front end to keep it from going crazy here, to keep from overwhelming our healthcare system. So um, hopefully, you know, we, we got that done early enough that um, we're not going to have, you know, a, a big disaster like some other countries have had. I know it's been, it's been weird not having any sports. Of course, it sucked that there's no March Madness and, you know, baseball season. Who knows when that's going to start and all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, that, that piece of it has been hard, obviously. And there was some talk about them pushing back NFL free agency. I'm really, really glad they didn't do that um, because I think that's been a kind of a welcome distraction to everything else that's going on. And obviously that piece has been crazy for the Titans. We had so much talk leading up to free agency about Tom Brady. Was Tom Brady going to come to the Titans? The Titans want Tom Brady. The Titans want Ryan Tannehill. You know, there was so much, so much about that. So much, you know, just chatter going on around that. And, you know, it turns out at the end of the day, Titans wanted Ryan Tannehill the whole time. Um, and so, you know, we were kind of waiting for the collective bargaining agreement vote to happen before really anything got moving. Um, but once that was done and, you know, it was it was announced like a Sunday morning that that had passed, then it became obvious that the Titans were working to get a d- deal done with Ryan Tannehill. And, listen, you know, there was some sticker shock, I think, for people, especially people that didn't really watch the Titans and don't understand um, what Ryan Tannehill brought to the table last year. You know, when you hear that initial number, the the four years, $118 million, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they gave Ryan Tannehill – $118 million. First of all, those people didn't really watch Ryan Tannehill, didn't see how good he was in the system last year. But secondly, when you look at the breakdown of the contract, it's a really, really good deal that John Robinson put together. Um, you've got this first year, 2020, where his cap hit is only $22.5 million, a 17.5 base salary with a $5,000 prorated signing bonus. So the total of the signing bonus is, is $20 million um next year it jumps up to a 29 and a half million dollar cap hit um hopefully the cap is going to go up pretty substantially over the next couple of years with a new tv deal so it made sense that you know you could get him cheap this year and then kind of let those cap numbers go up his cap number in 2022 is 34 million dollars but again we're assuming that the cap is going to go up each year and then his cap number in 2023 would be 32 million dollars but 27 million of that is base And so if the Titans decide at that point it's time to move on, they can cut him and they only have $5 million in dead money. Uh, The deal does guarantee for that third year uh, in March of next year. So after the first year, if they don't decide to move on at that point, which I I can't imagine that they would, um, the third year, it does kick in at that point. So it's a three-year deal, basically, is what it boils down to. And then they have a team option for the fourth Um, So a really good structure put together by John Robinson there. Uh, When you look at the other deals, I mean, I think he was like the seventh highest paid quarterback when the deal happened. And then you're going to have guys jump him. Um, Phillip rivers today, Colts one year, 25 million. So $25 million cap hit more than what the Titans have for Ryan Tannehill uh, in 2020. Uh, The, the rumor is that Tom Brady's going to the Buccaneers uh, rumored at $30 million a year. Uh, So I I think about a two-year $60 million deal is kind of what they're talking about for him. So, um, you know, listen, I I understand $118 million is a lot of money, um, but Ryan Tannehill was really good last year. And uh, when you look at the landscape of what quarterbacks make, and then you're going to have, you know, a Patrick Mahomes deal, Dak Prescott got franchised. Who knows what his deal is going to end up looking like if they they are able to work out something long-term for him. Um, I, I think John Robinson did really well here. They obviously wanted Tannehill. They didn't want Brady. Um, it sounds like you know once Brady got to the market that the Patriots really didn't really didn't want him either, and so it kind of came down to from what it sounds like the Chargers and the Buccaneers, and I guess he wants to go to the Buccaneers. So it'll be interesting how all that plays out. But the the takeaway for the Titans obviously was that they wanted Ryan Tannehill. He was the, he was their number one option. He was the guy that they were going after, and and John Robinson got it done, and. and did a deal that's not going to kill him against the cap. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, was, I was really happy with the way all of that played out, and I'm really excited to see, you know, kind of how they how they go about structuring the offense and, you know, building off of what they were able to do last year. So that was kind of the first domino that fell. And then, you know, you, you had the the kind of waiting game to see what was going to happen with Derrick Henry. We knew there was no way that Derrick Henry wasn't going to be on the Titans in 2020. The only question was, Whether or not he was going to get a long term deal or whether or not he was going to get the franchise tag. Now, it turned out obviously that he got the franchise tag. So that puts his cap number right now at like 10.2 something million for 2020. I think they will still try to work towards getting a a long term deal done for him. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but um, I think if they can kind of meet somewhere in the middle between what Zeke got, which is basically 15 million a year, and what he's going to be playing at this year at 10, if you can get him for. You know, 12 or 13 for the next couple of years, I think that'd be great. Um, I think that's something they can work out. I really want it to happen. I really want Derrick Henry to be successful so these people will shut up about how you can't ever pay a running back. Again, we've been over all this. Um, I I do think in most cases it is not smart to pay a running back big money. I think Derrick Henry's different. I think that what this team wants to do on offense is different. They're going to build that around him. Um, you paid a quarterback, but obviously a large reason for his success last year was this was the success of Derrick Henry. I think Ryan Tannehill can be good on his own, but I think he's that much better with Derrick Henry and the threat that he brings. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously, I mean, you see the videos of him working out and all that stuff. He's not wearing down just yet. Um, I think you can get a couple more, couple, three years more out of him. I don't think it's it's too terribly risky to do something like that. So, um, we'll see how that plays out. They have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal with him. I don't know if they will or not. We may be looking at a, con, at, a at a you know franchise tag year here. It'll be interesting to see what Derrick Henry wants to do with that. Now, it doesn't look like we're going to get much of an off-season program because of all the coronavirus stuff. Um, so, you know, I think he probably would have sat out OTAs. Uh, had had that been something that they were doing, you know, April, May, doesn't sound like that's going to happen. So we're not really going to know until training camp. But I just – I don't see Derrick Henry as a guy that doesn't come in. I, I think he comes in and I think he plays. And then I think, you know, they either try to – I mean, obviously, if they get past July 15th, they can't work out a long-term deal until the season's over. But I think they're going to have conversations and we'll just kind of see how that goes. But I, I like what they did there. Um, I, I understand – why you prioritize the quarterback, the quarterback's the more important position. Um, I get all that, but I do think that Derrick Henry is kind of the heart and soul of this team. And I think that n- not necessarily that he deserves a long-term deal, because I- at the end of the day, you don't pay him for what he's done in the past. You don't you know, you know, don't put your franchise in cap issues. with You don't stick them with cap issues because of what the guy's done in the past. But I think he's going to be successful going forward, and like I said, I just want to see it, so people like Jeff Schwartz and all these PFF people are like, oh my gosh, you can never pay a running back a second contract, I just really want those guys to have to eat it, and I, I just I think Derrick Henry is the guy to do that, so um, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. The The next thing that happened was the Titans re-signed a Dennis Kelly, that was after Jack Conklin had agreed to go to the Browns, which was kind of interesting. Jack Conklin didn't end up getting as, as much money as I think we all thought that he would. Um, you know, we had heard something in the neighborhood of 17, 18 million dollars per year. He ends up going there on a deal that was, you know, basically a three year, $30 million deal, uh, $30 million guaranteed 42, I think is what it, it could be worth with incentives and that kind of stuff. Um, apparently Drew Rosenhaus wanted a shorter term deal you know, interesting that, that that wasn't something the Titans wanted to get involved with. Um, but at the end of the day, they decided they were they were good with Dennis Kelly. I think you'll see him draft a right tackle early in this draft. I think that's kind of the direction they're wanting to go. So, But, I mean, I, listen, I, I think Dennis Kelly has a chance to come in and be the starter. I think they're going to give him every opportunity to do that and, and just kind of play it out in camp. But I do think you see, you know, a top two-round tackle that they take that comes in and competes for that spot. And then today, the move to sign a pass rusher. We'll talk about that a little bit more coming up right after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So yeah, uh, a little bit of a surprising move today when it was announced the Titans were signing Vic Beasley to a one-year, $9.5 million deal uh, or nine, I think it's $9 million guaranteed. It could be worth as much as $12.5 million with incentives and that stuff. I haven't seen exactly what the breakdown of all of that is. But, listen, the Titans have been desperate for pass rush, <laughs> what, since the – I mean, I, I, just, I always want to go by all the way back to Javon Kurse. It hasn't been that long. You know, you had the Vanden Bosch, Albert Hainsworth years. Uh, where they were where they were good with that but ever since those guys ha- have been gone which was you know 10 12 years ago at this point um, they, they they haven't had that premier guy you know Harold Landry has shown flashes but he fell off as the year went along last year you know they need help is Vic Beasley that help I don't know um, you know if you listen to, again going back to PFF if you listen to those guys uh, the the year that he had where he had 15 and a half sacks whatever it was um, a lot of that was Guys, you know, a quarterback running out of bounds and him being the closest guy there or, you know, not being blocked or, or that kind of stuff. Um, Vic Beasley has all the tools. I mean, he's, his athleticism is off the charts. He's still a young guy. You know, last year at this point, we were we were bringing in Cameron Wake. Um, we were at the Times bringing in Cameron Wake to, to address this, and he's 37 years old. Vic Beasley's 27 years old, and, you know, a couple years ago was really good. I think that Mike Vrabel, uh, you know, obviously John Robinson sees something in him that they think that they can bring out. And again, you know, so much of being a good pass rusher is having that athleticism. Um, You know, you, you can't teach that stuff. So my guess is they see a guy that they think they can, you know, bring something out in. If it's a motivation issue or whatever it is. I mean, I haven't watched him play very much. I don't know exactly what the issues are, but he's got a ceiling. And so that's a good thing. We we're talking about pass rushers, so I'm excited to see where that goes. I, I, you know, I wasn't. You see, some people on Titans Twitter, and they're just they're going crazy like it's the you know greatest signing ever. It's fine, like whatever. I'm, I'm I'm glad that they they brought a guy in. I don't think it's enough. I think they need to address it in the draft. The problem is with this draft is it's a, not a very good edge rusher c- class, and you know the Titans pick late in the first round. So even if it was a great edge rusher class, most of the guys that you would want are still going to be gone by the time you get to the 29th pick in the draft. So um, he's a guy who's going to come in and compete, and, and hopefully they can you know get a little bit of a reclamation project out of him, um, a one-year prove-it type deal. So he's going to be motivated to get that next contract. I like it, but it's we'll kind of a wait and see on that. I think they still need to do a little bit more to get that group together. But listen, maybe if Jeffrey Simmons, you know, is, I mean, he'll be hundred percent healthy, hopefully coming into the year, that's going to help that, that, that frees up some stuff. Um, so, I mean, you know, I, I think the pass rush has a chance to be better than it was last year, but I, I do worry that they haven't done enough there. Um, you know, so I haven't seen the exact calculations. Like when I go over to cap, they still haven't updated with, with the Dennis Kelly contract and the Vic Beasley contract. They still show the Titans having about $28 million in cap room. I think at this point they've got about 20 uh, left. You, you know, you obviously need some for stuff that happens throughout the year. You need some for your rookies. Uh, so I, I don't not, there's not another big move coming. They're not, they're not signing Jadavian Clowney. At this point, but I, I, honestly, I'd rather have Vic Beasley on a one year, nine and a half million dollar deal than Jadavian Clowney on a you know three or four year deal that pays him close to 20 million a year. That's rumored to be what he wants. He hasn't gotten that yet. So, I mean, it, that says to me that people are hesitant to pay that price for him. Um, but we'll, we'll kind of just have to wait and see where his market goes. But, you know, I, I think you can go ahead and, and cross that off the list for the Titans. But, again, I, I, I will have to say that I'm, I'm pretty proud of Titans Twitter. Uh, you know, the, the Titans haven't gone out and made that big splash. They haven't gone out and signed that big name. Um, most years when that doesn't happen, everybody's going crazy. What's John Robinson doing? He's terrible. He doesn't know what's going on. I haven't seen a lot of that this time. I, I think everybody kind of understands. He trusts the plan. And then you see that the teams that are good, the teams that are that have their own guys, That have developed their own talent. They don't have to be chasing the big names in free agency. They don't have, you know, fifty million dollars in cap space because they've paid guys like Kevin Byard, like um, Taylor Lewan, like Jarrell Casey, Tannehill, Derrick Henry. I mean, you know, you've got those types of guys here now. So you're paying your own guys instead of chasing other guys on the market. So it's a different place to be in for the Titans, but I think it's a really good place to be. Um, so we'll kind of see how the rest of it plays out, you know, Logan Ryan, I guess is still the biggest name that's kind of still hanging out there. Haven't seen, you know, much of a, of a market and haven't heard much interest in him. Um, he's obviously still a good player can bring a lot to a team. I wonder what the price is that he's asking for and, you know, kind of where that'll, that'll shake out. So kind of have to see how that goes, um, to see, uh, you know, where he ends up, but I doubt at this point, it's back with the Titans. Um, you know the other big things that have happened. Obviously, we talked about um, we talked about Brady to the to the Buccaneers. Talked about Rivers to the Colts. Uh, I'm I'm fine with that. I, I, you know, Philip Rivers is exactly strike fear in my heart at this point in his career. Um, I, I think the other biggest thing that's happened is the Texans. I mean, you know, Bill O'Brien is the maybe the best coach the Titans have ever had. Um, I, I can't understand what in the world he's doing. He's he's traded away his first round picks for the next couple of years, um, you know. And I saw the joke on Twitter that on Monday morning he woke up with no first round picks and DeAndre Hopkins, and then Monday night he still had no first round picks and didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. So in case you missed that, um, they traded DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals and they got back David Johnson and a second round pick. Listen, De- DeAndre Hopkins has tortured the Titans for as long as he's been in the league. Um, a guy that they just, they've never been able to stop. So, you know, I'm glad to see him go, uh, especially when you talk about the, the Texans got crap back for him. Um, I mean, that, that's just, that's fantastic. So now you're still, I think the next two years, they don't have a first round pick. Um, they're going to have to pay Deshaun Watson at some point they've, you know, traded for all the running backs. So I guess they can line up three running backs, Carlos Hyde, David Johnson, and uh, Duke Johnson. They can run the Johnson brothers in the backfield, and we'll see how that goes. So, listen, it's fun. Um, it, it, it's a good time to be a Titans fan when you talk about uh, – now, I, I don't I don't all the way hate what the Colts have done. Um, you know, they, they got better on their defensive line, but they traded away a first-round pick to do that. And so they signed Phillip Rivers, which gives them a guy for this year. And, I mean, he's fine. He's better than Jacoby Reset. But – you can't get your quarterback of the of the future in the first round if you don't have a first-round pick. So they traded away that pick. Again, you know, that's that's whatever. I mean, that that's what they wanted to do. They're going to be good, I think, this next year, and they've got a lot of talent on that team, but they still don't have a, a quarterback long-term. Um, so you, you got to like where the Titans are as far as that's concerned. Again, you've got the Texans who, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was so much, I think 30s, or something of of their target share, uh, you know, since he's been in the league or at least with Deshaun Watson. And, you know, now they've they've signed Randall Cobb, so they they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins and got Randall Cobb, so that's awesome for them. But, you know, Will Fuller's a guy that, again, I mean, he's had a lot of success, but he's never healthy. They've got Kenny Stills, who's fine, but, you know, not exactly a number one that that coordinator's really afraid of. So um I, I don't know uh, that's just it's fun to watch now again here's the thing though Bill O'Brien wins the division every year so until the Titans can kind of knock them off and, and take that crown, I guess you can't make you can't make fun of them too much, but they got worse the Texans did in free agency and so um, that that's great to see. The other thing is, again, like I said, it, we'll have to keep an eye on what's going to happen with OTAs and that kind of stuff uh, with all the coronavirus stuff going around. Um, the NFL has already announced that they're not going to have fans at the draft, so we'll have the draft when it was originally scheduled. But you're not going to have the whole fan experience. I'm saying we're not going to see, we're not gonna get to see guys go to the stage on a boat. I was really excited about seeing somebody fall in the water. But um, So we're not going to get that now, but we're still going to get the draft at the same time. Um, But if we don't get anything until training camp, uh, I think it benefits teams like the Titans who are going to come back with the majority of their offense still intact. Um, Right now, the only starter you're replacing is, is Jack Conklin, but you're replacing him with Dennis Kelly, a guy who was here, a guy who's played a lot for this team, a guy who played four games. Now, I mean, it was at left tackle but he played four games in this system in 2019. So, um, you know, take that versus the Colts who are bringing in Phillip Rivers, working with those guys, all those guys for the first time. Um, you know, that, that's an advantage to the Titans to, to have a, a group that's already familiar with everybody. Um, Ryan Tannehill on a conference call today said, you know, it's unfortunate that they don't get to spend the time that they would in the offseason. He said he'd, he'd like to be thrown with the receivers right now, um, but with all the travel restrictions and everything going on. They're not able to do that. But um, again, I, I think if they don't get any offseason work, if we don't get anything until training camp, I mean, I, I think it's a good thing for teams that are pretty much running back what they had last year. And that's the case for the Titans. So it's a crazy time, man. I mean, it's tough because, you know, I love baseball season almost as much as football season. And so we're not getting that right now. Um, but obviously, like I said from the top, the most important thing is making sure everybody's safe, making sure people stay well. Uh, making sure the the healthcare system doesn't get overrun, and, and you know we're never going to really know. Uh, hopefully we reacted like we did, and so it doesn't get as bad as it could have. And you know people want to say that that it was an overreaction. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an infectious disease expert. Um, but I, I know that it's just it's it's made life weird right now. Um, but if it saves lives, then you know obviously it's all worth it. So anyway keep checking out music we'll have uh, we'll, we'll keep the threads running day day in and day out through these first this first week of free agency um, as signings happen and uh, we'll have all that you can follow me on Twitter at J Morris MCM be um, breaking stuff down there as well and you know like I said music if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast feed uh, just search out music miracles, wherever you get your podcasts and you'll get our shows as soon as they're available. We'll be a little bit, you know, it'll be kind of hit or miss through this next this next piece of the offseason. Obviously, we'll have the draft covered and all that stuff. And then once season wraps up, we'll be a whole lot more consistent, um, you know, with, with closer to a daily type deal. So, anyway, at Jay Morris MCM on Twitter, musicofmiracles.com is where you can find me. Hope everybody stays safe. Hope that, um, you know, in, in a couple of months things are pretty much back to normal and we're getting our sports and and all that type of stuff. But until then, uh, just, just check me out at all those other places and we will talk to you soon.